Hello, my friends. This is Bishop Campbell welcoming you again to a short meditation on the theme of living the Catholic life. In a couple of days, we will be celebrating an end and a beginning. It's a time that arise, uh, will arise among us some of the most instinctive urges that I've noticed. One is to make an inventory of the past, to go over the past years, maybe to ask ourselves, how did it all happen? Why is it gone? And we join to this by making a list for a new beginning, how we're going to start afresh, how we're going to overcome those things we should have done and didn't do. And I think, and maybe especially this time uh, that we live in, there's always a, a, a temptation simply to say, good riddance to the last year, and then, good heavens, what's next? Now, of course, uh, that's a kind of darkish view of life. But yet, you know, the past year may have been a very difficult one for all of us. And the challenges we faced may very well extend into the next. But I want to speak at first about another end and another beginning that the Church has already celebrated. Of course, what we're celebrating is the end of a calendar year, which is really a kind of convenient way of numbering and a convenient way of dividing up our experience of the passage of time. But the Church has already observed an end. It observed it in the last week of ordinary time, when we summed up, as it were, the past observance of all of the important events of our salvation all of the gifts of God we have received through Jesus Christ and the extraordinary power of the continuing presence of the Holy Spirit among us. And, in fact, as we celebrated that end of the year, we celebrated the end of that cycle of observance of our salvation, of all those events. And I suspect that at the uh, end of the year, what the Church has asked us to say is not, what next? But really, get ready for what next is the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will end all cycles of historical existence, all time, and bring all things to their conclusion. And in observing that kind of end, I think that what we are encouraged to do is develop a spirit of gratitude. And a gratitude for what we have received, for the continuing love and presence and mercy and goodness of God, but also to develop a spirit of fortitude that is born of the realization that anything which happens in this world is never the end of the story. In Jesus Christ, the victory has been won. We now await the full revelation of that victory. And we pray that by the way we live and the habits we develop, the virtues we pursue, will allow us to become fully a part of that victory at the end of all time. 
And the responses of a Christian at the end of the liturgical calendar is more like, thank God for the good he has done for us and help us to prepare. And then with the beginning of Advent, Christians await the coming new year with great hope and expectation as we began that cycle of observance of the events of our salvation and perhaps go a little deeper to understand them more really, to become more fortified by their power and their promise. And we may want to greet the end of our secular calendar year and the beginning of new one in a way that will allow us to adopt some of those senses of the end of the beginning uh, in which Christians live. And I would suggest that maybe as we come to celebrate the end of the secular calendar, we might uh, do an examination of conscience. And in that examination of conscience, looking over the things that we may have uh, done but should not have done, or for those things that we ought to have done but did not, We ask God for his merciful grace, for a sense of not only forgiveness, but a sense of renewal, and in a a sense through the grace of forgiveness, to bring about a sense of new beginnings. But in making an examination of conscience, I think we ought to think not only of those things that we have done or not done that we should or should not have done, but also to remember those things that uh, we were allowed to do by the grace of God that were indeed true and good, and those things that allowed us to realize the power of our Christian faith and how to live it out. And we give praise and thanks to God in our examination of conscience for the good that he has allowed us to do. For we remember as Scripture tells us, that in doing our good works in the name of the Lord, we may draw others to give glory to God our Father, and this may be one of the most powerful aspects of our missionary life. So that passing from one calendar year to another is or can be a more uh, than a convenient method of passing the time of marking it. But as we join our fellow citizens, and I don't know if celebrating an end of beginning is quite the, uh, the term, uh, I don't think our New Year's celebration is going to be as, well, let me say, outgoing as it used to be. We've got to remember that the dawn of every new day is a gift of God so that we might be people of gratefulness for our lives and for the good that has been showered upon us. And that new day will be an opportunity to prepare us to do the good that he sets before us at this time in this place. And at every close of the day, 
will be an opportunity for reflection, for thankfulness, for a renewal of hope and peace. Because as the Liturgy of the Hours tells us on the last office of the day, into your hands, O Lord, we commend our spirits. And therefore, each day that God gives us will be a day of new beginnings, but a day of great thankfulness and restfulness in the fact that God is among us and he wishes us good.